football we take a look at the action from the top european leagues and honestly just have fun and talk about it uh, my name is daniel i'm sitting here with devin and david how's it going guys what's going on guys nothing much hanging in there yeah absolutely well today in our first episode we're going to talk about the recap of the january transfer window uh the bundesliga syria la liga and then finish it off with a little bit of premier league action so uh tell me what you guys like what didn't you like from the transfer window I think uh, Derman won that transfer window, yeah. um, picking up both uh, Emery Can and uh, Holland. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, that kid's insane. That kid has got so much potential. You see, I I would thought that they had a good transfer window, and then when I, he started playing, that's when I realized they had a great transfer. Window. I thought I thought it, maybe it was the team he was built around before, because mm. what, what he was doing yeah. in the Champions League, and then coming to Durban mm-hmm. and still keep going is yeah cause that's he, amazing he had what a hat trick in like three out of his five Champions League yeah. games that he played mm-hmm. and and I was like oh it's because they just feed him the ball all the time right right I knew from the second that he's I knew from the second that uh that the official announcement came out that he signed for Dortmund mm-hmm. that he was going to just blow up the Bundesliga I think I feel like he was he was made for the Bundesliga yeah in his yeah. first in his first three games, he has seven goals, mm-hmm. and in two of those games, he came off the bench in yeah. the late second half. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's just a something that not every youngster strike a young striker can do. He's strong. He's pretty fast, and like he just scores. Like he literally has a nose for the goal. Yeah, yeah. he's lethal. He is. In uh, other places in Europe, uh, Inter made some crazy signings. Yeah, they, had a, they had an interesting transfer window, huh? Yeah, signing Christian Eriksen for around twenty million, mm-hmm. free transfer. The legend Ashley Young, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also signing Victor Moses on loan from Chelsea. I'm it's sure. A, I'm sure Man City or Man U fans weren't too uh, mad about le- letting go of Ashley Young. <laughs> you can't man, they wanted him out for years. Yeah, probably they probably wanted him to leave with Ferguson. He, he was taking up what, like like almost two hundred eighty mil, or two hundred eighty k a week, or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, so enter with these three signings, they can really finish strong in the second half of the mm-hmm. of the season. They're on top of the league right now, aren't they? They are on top yeah. of the league with yeah. what happened in this weekend in this weekend games. Yeah. Big game. Yeah. So now with uh well yeah, with like I said before, like with these three signings, I I truly think that uh uh Inter Milan can go on and win the title. Yeah, I mean Juventus look like the last their form is not Good. What two losses out of the last three games? Not looking good. <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, Inter have everything um, to win it. Mm-hmm. It's just it's up to them yeah. if they want it. Yeah, Conte in early December in his press conferences where has said that his team is struggling from injuries and uh, lack of squad depth. Mm-hmm. And I think the club made a big stand with answering uh, his questions by giving him three. Good squad signings. Yeah, so. yeah, that'll definitely come in, definitely helpful uh, later on in the season when European competition, uh, more games coming down to the wire. So I mean, yeah. I, I think they they did have a good transfer window. I agree. Yeah. So for me, they are definitely the big winners. One thing I want to touch Gordon. on though, they got Christian Eriksen from Tottenham, and I think Tottenham had a terrible transfer window. You think so? I do think so. I think they needed a defender. I they, think needed they needed a striker. One. They needed With a striker. Harry Kane being injured. They didn't get they they got Bergvon, but I mean, yeah, he all right. Don't, See, don't, don't let thing. him don't let him overhype because he scored that nice goal. He did score a nice goal. I'll give it to him. <laughs> I think he's quality, man. He is quality. I think he's no, he is blow up. But I don't think that's what exactly they needed. No, I don't like, think because so look, now they have a Lucas Mora, they have Son, they have Bergvon, and then if Harry, when Harry Kane gets fit, they have Harry Kane. It's they got a lot of attacking minded players, and then where was their defense? They're still letting in three goals a game. Yeah. But I think that's more down to Jose Mourinho's, you know, tactical mm-hmm. astute 
this mm-hmm. and not really adapting to um, like current world football tactics on how Fair. teams play. Fair. You know, quick play, you know, mm-hmm. playing out of the back really close. He's not really used to that. He's used to that, you know, counterattacking, low block style. Yeah. I mean, um, and if you park the bus nine times out of ten, you'll get like one goal score on you at max. Yeah. But if you even see that uh, the lineup that they started with against uh, Man City, you know, they, they think with their front three are three off strikers and mm-hmm. Son, Mora, and, and Bergwijn. Yeah. Right. Came right in from right in from Netherlands and started, which is uh, crazy. I, don't, I think that's so crazy that a player can, can make a signing so quick mm-hmm. to a team and immediately just start. Yeah. Like, oh, I love that. I love that though. Yeah, because look at look at Bruno Fernandez. Exactly. I, I, was, I, I loved say. I loved the fact that that Ollie played Bruno Fernandez in his first game. Yeah, and I thought he did amazing. Like he was, I I wanted to watch a Manchester United exactly. game. Exactly. Yeah, and I don't I don't remember the last time that I actually said that I wanted to watch a Manchester United game. <laughs> yeah, but Bruno Fernandez actually impressed me. I like that. It was literally one day they announced his signing, mm-hmm. and the next day he started. Yeah, he started. Like, That's a big in the central too. of the midfield. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. He's paired along with what Scott McTominay or, or Matic Fred. or Fred. So I mean, at least they have Manchester United fans have something to be happy for. Yeah, now. we'll see. We'll see what uh, he can bring because he's got some big shoes to fill. The last two players mm-hmm. that they signed from Sporting Lisbon were Cristiano Ronaldo yeah. and Luis Nani. Yes, so <laughs> we'll see that one. Yeah, he's that got potential. A, that's though. a great he's, point. He's a he's. I've seen a couple of his games and he's. Somebody that's got a lot of potential. Yeah, he yeah. does. Well, the thing, the thing with, with that is he's not um, as young as you think. And, you know, I think he's, what, either 24 or 25. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's almost like they was a, it's a perfect sign for Man U because they need results now. Yeah. You know, they have a lot of players mm-hmm. that they already have with, you know, big potential. You know, Rashford, Marshall, McTominay. But this guy, they signed a guy that's in the, pretty much the form of his life. You yeah. know, 24, 25 years old, coming in, in instantly starting. So. Big big things looking for Manu, sadly. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not that big, big yeah. of a deal. I, I still don't think that they're going to be that pushing for a title anywhere within the next two to three years. So they still need a couple more pieces. Yeah. And on the opposite side of things for the the transfer window, mm-hmm. I'd say big losers is here is the, uh, the big boys in blue in London. We took a fat L. Yeah. A fat L in this window. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. Tell me how you have 18 months to prepare for a uh, transfer window to mm-hmm. make signings because of the transfer ban. Mm-hmm. January comes around, bans uplifted, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it's like we had we got caught with uh, with our heads off of our yeah. shoulders, man. Like I saw something pretty funny that said that. Uh, Chelsea actually signed more players when they were under the transfer ban than they did when they were out of the transfer ban. Exactly. It's, that's rough. That's that's a funny that's a funny headline that I saw. It's crazy, man. There's no there's no preparation in this in this club. Like it was it seemed fairly certain that we were going to get this ban mm-hmm. uplifted yeah. in January. So at least plan like all right, what players are available? Like what players can we actually go for? Do you, you know? feel like it it was the directors? Or 100%. Lambert didn't because want it can't be the fact that no one wants to come there because you guys are in Champions League spot. You guys have a Champions League spot, like mm-hmm. hopefully for next season. Um, we'll see. Yeah, but you guys are fighting for top four. You're not too far off the title. You have a young team. You got, I mean, a good coach. He's a legend. Yeah. So I mean, I don't, I don't see the the draw of not wanting to go there. Like maybe someone doesn't want to go to Man, Man U because they don't have a European competition like that. But I don't know. Is it Abramovich? It's not. See, the thing is, I can't even blame Abramovich because that man can't even get into the country right now. He just his, <laughs> his uh, visa expired. So right now, it's pretty much Marina Grunovskaya that's running the running the club from behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm I'm back. I'm I'm fully behind Lampard, 100. Mm-hmm. percent You know, he's honestly for me, he's done a a tactical masterclass mm-hmm. uh, for this club. You know, bringing in the youth and and really grinding out results that needed and. Since October, he has said that he needs that we need signings. That he wants players at this club that want to play for this club that mm-hmm. will score goals. We've been struggling to score goals for months now, and now that the tra- January has come around, January first, in his press conference, he said we need I want players that can score goals, mm-hmm. and we were barely linked with two players. Well, we we're linked with Cavani and Mertens, players that were players that are at the end of their careers, pretty much. Yeah, I really would want on the I way out to MLS. Yeah, so. It's frustrating. It's uh. You think maybe they're pushing for to get Lance Sancho in the summer? 
100%. If we don't win Sancho, I got I got no hope. We'll, that would be that'd be nice. It, it, that'd be a big Sancho is the type of player that can bring us from you know fighting for top four to mm-hmm. fighting for the title, you know, mm-hmm. and going for the Champions League. And he's he's that kind of player. You see, I I Liverpool. I'm a Liverpool fan. If you haven't couldn't tell, um, Liverpool has been linked with Jaden Sancho in the last couple months, but. I don't know if I personally like that for our team. I think Sancho is an amazing player. But I don't know if I like that for our team. And if he goes to Liverpool, I don't know if, if he would play a lot. And I think that would be that's a disservice almost to Jaden Sancho. Exactly. Because I think he is a wonderful player and should play wherever he goes. Why I think he would fit well into a team like Chelsea. Right. Like being partial, uh, I think he would fit well into your team. Even yeah. though I would, I would not like to see him attack our, our wing. Yeah. Uh, twice a year, but still. Well, the thing with Liverpool is like, you know, props to their to their backroom staff, and their medical team, because that team rarely sees any injuries. I mean, yep. The last what money money is on, is injured right now with his hamstring. What is yeah. it? Yeah, it was a tweak. He should be back. Uh, yeah. Either he's training. If not this upcoming he's, weekend. I see he posted on Instagram that. He, oh yeah, he was he's training, training yeah. today on his Instagram story. Yeah. 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 So the, the medical team is you know is doing a phenomenal job keeping mm-hmm. Mohamed Salah in shape, Bobby Firmino. Mm-hmm. Money. Yeah, we've been we've been blessed to not have too bad of injuries this year. Yeah, and if they are, it's because of bad tackles or something like that, where a player gets a little tweak in the ankle, something like that. But yeah, yeah uh, I think Liverpool's top three is are probably the best. Yeah, in Europe right now. In Europe right now. Yeah, I could I could agree with that. Which is definitely which most is probably informed. Makes sense why we haven't signed anyone in the transfer yeah. window for yeah, you don't the last to. two. We haven't we haven't needed to. It's I think like, I think Minamino was only so thing, stacked. But even still, yeah. yeah it's not like defense. it's not like Tottenham. It's not like Tottenham that. Um, you know, they have Harry Kane out, so injured, so they have to mm-hmm. make signings, you know? Yeah. Liverpool are able to put out om- the almost the exact same 11 every game mm-hmm. and produce results. Like, these players aren't, like, aren't dying out. Yeah. Like, they're they're still balls to the walls, fighting for every ball and producing mm-hmm. crazy results. So. Or like Man U, where they had to uh, get a quick loan from, uh, from with uh, that that signing they got last minute. Um his name is, uh, is drawing uh, a blank. Ingalo. Ingalo, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll see how he does. Yeah, that's I don't, also. I don't know. I'm also really interested in that one because I've always rated him even 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 when he was at Watford. You know, he yeah, he, he was, was scored some nice goals. He was a Watford legend, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so right. I think well, that we can. Uh, yeah, the transfer window the was thing. was a pretty it was pretty eventful this year. I think it was it was Generally, a, nice a lot happened. Window. It was a lot Which more than last year. I think. Uh, winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Transfer window. Yeah, exactly. Well, going into Bundesliga, Devin, let's let's hear some of your your takes from the Bundesliga this weekend. Yeah, so Dortmund uh, lose from a comeback victory to Leverkusen to four to three. Big uh, big game for Kevin Vollen with two goals. It's a uh, pretty crazy game there. What do you think, David? I think Dortmund needed to win that game. Big yeah. time. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, they're still top four, but that would have um, kept them alive with uh, Bayern and Let's Red Bull. See. Yeah. Uh, to to maybe perhaps win the the Bundesliga. I mean, because like we were talking about before, the two signings they just got improved the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And then yeah, hundred uh, percent. But now I feel like every when it gets to this point in the season, you have to at least try to win every game. Yeah, you have to grind out results. Mm-hmm. So that was a big, one of the big loss for them. Yeah, you can't you can't lose this game. Yeah, you had the they had the game, especially going up. Yeah, yeah, they had the game. But the Bundesliga is so crazy that even with a loss like this, the, the the race is so tight. Yeah. You know, you got you got Bayern and you got Bayern first, and um, Dortmund. Even with that loss, they're still only four points behind them mm-hmm. in third place. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like every every game's crucial. Yep. Now. Yeah. Because that's you can't afford to start dropping points now. And these teams get they score so many goals in the Bundesliga. Exactly. It's it's so a goal fest. Literally, the Bundesliga is a goal fest. Yeah. So, I mean, I wasn't surprised when I saw them end up winning 4-3 when they were up 2-1 at one point, or even 3-3. I didn't expect another goal, but there was. So, this league can go any way. And Dortmund's only, what, uh, five, four points off of the four points off of first. Off of first place. So, I mean, yeah. they, they still have a chance, especially if they let Emre Can get more used to the team, Holland get some more minutes in, see how he interacts with Sancho, Royce comes back. I mean, you know, it's... Definitely, they got they got some possibility, but I think they're a real a real threat to the uh, to the Champions League. It's exciting. I mean, it hasn't been this tight mm. in, in a couple of years now. Yeah, where we see a, a couple of teams trying to fight for that. Four teams within four first points. place. I think I think this title race is the 
craziest title race this season uh, of all the leagues. Mushin Gladbach is still actually a game behind as well. Exactly. So they, yeah. they could be on time. They could be tied, tied with Leipzig. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So wow. then it's funny that you know such a goal fest happened in the Dortmund Leverkusen game, and the complete opposite happened in the Bayern versus Red Bull. Zero zero yeah. game yeah. held to zero zero. But what a game! I think that neither was. team wanted to what lose at that point. Exactly. They would have rather taken a draw than a loss. Yeah. yeah. But that, the, that, if that you watch a... the game, that was not the story, man. It was. They were fighting for forth. it. It was back and forth yeah. all game. Um, one of the biggest moments in the game, Timo Werner missed an absolute sitter, sitter really? like inside the box. Uh, Christopher Nkuku actually had a ridiculous, probably for me was the man of the match for how much he was creating. Mm-hmm. And I'm surprised he got subbed off. Bayern. I'm sorry. I'm surprised he got subbed off. Oh yeah. He did get subbed. What did he get subbed off for? He, uh, shits or I forget the what his name is. Shits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I straight murdered that guy's name. <laughs> but yeah, he got subbed off and, and I honestly think it was um, a turn for the worse because yeah. I, he was looking real dangerous. So yeah. Keeping the title race real juicy with that zero zero. Yeah, it's time. exciting. <clears throat> oh yeah. I'm I'm excited to see down the line. Who ends up winning this year? Yeah. Because I would prefer to not see Byron win. I would love to see Red Bull win. That would be that would be nice. Yeah, I would too, but I just don't think that they have the squad to, you know, to yeah. to um last grind out these yeah. wins mm-hmm. for this last part of the season. Yeah. Bayern do this every year. Especially because they're in the Champions League as well. Yeah. So they're gonna be prioritizing Champions League some weeks and not being uh, letting their guard down a little bit when right. it comes to the weekend. Yeah. But then this is like this is like another day in the office for Bayern, you yeah. know. They've they've come back before in um, yeah. title races to last to year top spot yeah last, last year, year seven Dortmund. points I think it was yeah well they were down a couple points this mm-hmm. this yeah, season they were as they, well. yep. they've been grinding it out yeah yeah so it's like a, just another day in the office for them mm-hmm. other uh, another big uh, game I want to talk about in the Bundesliga is that Frankfurt game over uh, against mm-hmm. Osberg 5-0 yep. no, over mm-hmm. Osberg at home two big goals from the big old American Timmy Chandler yep crazy how he can you know still play so well and he's i thought he was always old he's like what 30 31 years old something around there yeah so big win there big win there for uh for andrew Frankfurt. they currently uh and for america boy yes sir currently sitting in ninth in the league mm-hmm. even that's close they can even still fight for the europa league spot so yep we'll see how that goes absolutely well that was pretty good for the bundesliga i think yeah let's uh exciting weekend let's transition over to uh to italia and and take a look at the Serie A. <laughs> oh man, I the big old this. derby. Devin's <laughs> about this. to get ready. That Milan derby, David, take us off. What a man. game! Yeah. Take us off. Oh, I, I, I'm a pretty uh, big fan of AC Milan. I, I like watching them play grow up, growing up, and um, those derbies are always so intense to watch because both neither team wants to lose. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought they had it. They went up two zero. Slatan scored the second mm-hmm. for us. And then I guess those big signings showed what they could do because then, yeah, Inter came back and put four past us. I think that game was more of a uh, master class from Conte than than anything because he um, really poor first half from, yeah. from the, yeah. you know, they're down 2-0 at half. Yeah. And second half they come in and that halftime talk must have been crazy. He must, it must have been. Have been. He must have been like that video of uh, that guy in the locker room slapping all of the players, you know, <laughs> one by one. Right on the, the back of the doing? neck. Yeah, because ending off with a 4-3 big win over your your city rivals, to especially especially on a weekend where Juve lost, where Juve lose. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, I mean, they needed won. that win. And Inter needed they, that win. Inter didn't even make any subs until late, I think. So it was, it, it was really just the fact that, that Conte – was able to talk some sense into his team. Maybe they just were not performing or or what. Or at the end of the day, they're just a better team. They had a slow first half. Yeah, the first half, Milan was outplaying them, mm-hmm. moving the ball very well. Yeah, it's clear that the, whatever Conte told him at halftime, it, it made big changes because, you know, 51st-minute goal from Prozovic, mm-hmm. 54th-minute goal from Vizino. Oh, yeah, and then DeVries scored the third, I think, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. 70th minute, and then Lukaku. Big man Lukaku to with top the it off. final goal. Yep. I really think that this game is probably a a title defining game for the for the season. It's classic especially. classic Lukaku fashion, actually, though scoring a goal that means absolutely nothing at the end of the day <laughs> in the ninety third <laughs> minute. Too. Yeah, <laughs> he celebrated it like 
Oh, I'm sure. He won them the game. Yeah, well, did you see his... Um, Did you uh, see the... He threw some shade. Yeah, he threw some shade oh, at the camera. Yep, he was and like, at Slata. Mm-hmm. He threw shade at Slata and he, um, after the game. He said there's a new king in town. Props <laughs> to him, man. He got so much hate in Man U. I'm just happy to see yeah, him, see him you know, happy. Yeah, yeah with, a, with a fan base that seems that, that love him, even mm-hmm. though, you know, Italy is known for a lot of racist, you know, comments, a lot of racist chants and yeah. thing, but they seem to love him and... As a Chelsea fan who adored Lukaku at his mm-hmm. brief time at Chelsea when he was on loan all the time, I really wanted to see him be successful. So it's nice to see him, you know, truly reaching his potential after so long. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the next game definitely want to talk about is that Juve loss, man. What is happening? What is there? going on with them? Terrible form. Yeah, man. Two losses out of the last three games. Yeah, 2-1 two, two loss to Hellas Verona. Another goal from Ronaldo, but yeah. it's meaningless. Yeah. What is that, 10 in a row? 20 for 20, right? He's 20 for 20. Jeez. 20 games, 20 goals. 20 games. Really 20. good start to the year for Ronaldo, but either yeah, way. he started this year running. Yeah. See, I, I didn't expect him to do this well. Yeah. He but at the, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter I if think it's not winning. I think people start writing him off, mm-hmm. and he knows that. And then he's like, okay, yeah. I guess I got to turn it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, his worth at, his work ethic, I think, it speaks for itself. And Unmatched. His results, mm-hmm. you know, no matter how bad he's playing, he's working even harder off the field. And then and it comes back full circle and he starts kicking ass again. I saw a training session where he had his shirt off and he was just doing doing wind sprints almost. Doing cuts, wind sprints, jumping over hurdles. He looks honestly like he's 27, yeah. 28. Yeah. He was, he was training on his birthday. Of course. No days off. No yeah, days I off. I doubt it. <laughs> respect the grind honestly but like you have i'm i'm about to go off on sorry right now because you have such a talented squad such a big squad with big name players ronaldo dibala matuidi um and such a good back line and um chiellini and bonucci and bonucci and you're slipping on the title that literally is it's a, it's a league that you can win with the team itself and yeah. if he if he doesn't win the league this year then I think Sarri is definitely gonna be fired. I mean, I don't even think that they're they could even do well in the Champions League. Who do they got in the Champions League? Um, they oh, that's a good question. Um, got, um... So we know we got uh, Liverpool have Atletico. Yep. We have Chelsea has Bayern. Mm-hmm. Real Madrid has City. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leipzig have has Tottenham, to- right? Has Tottenham, correct? Liverpool has Tottenham. Who else are we missing? Um, PSG against. Um, I know. Barcelona. I think it's PSG. Is, P- is PSG I don't against think PSG has them now? Barcelona has uh, Napoli. Yeah, that's going to be a good yes, one. That, oh, that will be a good one. Oh, yeah. I cannot wait for some more Champions League to start up. Yeah. I cannot wait. One more so week. just looking at it now, Juve have Lyon. Okay, so they're okay, going to have the, you know, not the toughest game for and this Memphis, round of 16. Memphis Depay also has a torn ACL, so he's not playing. They're, yeah. They're done. And their striker, Dunbelli, is, is, is out of form yeah. um, right now, so he hasn't been scoring a lot of goals. Glad that we didn't go for him. I wasn't really big on... Dembele for Chelsea, but yeah, mm-hmm. I I don't see Juve having the hardest of times in that round of sixteen, but I still don't see them going far. Just yeah, just based on the the. the I mean, on paper they now. should win that. Yeah. Oh yeah, they on should. Pa- win on that paper, game. they should be almost every team in the Champions League. Yeah. If let's say let's play Devil's Advocate here, if Juve end up losing that round of sixteen to Lyon, do you think he should be fired? Hundred percent. Ah, sorry. If they don't win the league and they get knocked out in the round of 16, he's gone. But I don't think they'd fire him until the end of the season. Yeah, I because, think especially because they're second. It's such a it's such a tight race right yeah. now. But yeah, they have, changing coach would be stupid. If you yeah, if stupid. you if you get out in the Champions League, you have to win the league. Yeah, yeah. you got domestic is always comes first. That's domestic because, always yeah, comes you, first. Yeah, I mean, well, if you're not playing um, Champions League, you your main focus your is going to be that. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe an early knockout or an early. Not knockout, but early, an early deciding factor yeah. in the the title race for Juve could maybe you know put like a, a steering focus to the Champions League to try to win all yeah. that. And that usually that's usually how it is. Honestly, coming down to the latter end of all of the leagues, Bundesliga, Serie A, La Liga, and Premier League, whoever is ends up going farther in the Champions League has to prioritize that more. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know they get more injuries, they have a thinner squad, and they end up dropping points later in the year. The, uh, the uh, Juve is playing. Milan actually this Thursday for Coppa Italia, oh, so wow. they're still in that. There's, yep. Yeah, multiple cups. A lot of games to look forward to. But um, who do you think, both of you guys, who do you think is going to win um the Serie A? Serie A, I would say Juventus, just based on 
you have Ronaldo. Ronaldo. It's the Ronaldo effect. If Ronaldo wants a game, he'll get a game. It, it's honestly, it's, it's disgusting how much he can just grab a game by the neck and, and win it, you know? You, we saw it last year with the uh, Atletico tie in the Champions League yeah, where he just put three goals in out of nowhere. And uh, I think if, if it comes down to the end of, the, the, end of the, the league and there's like three games left and you have to win them all, I'd put my money on Juventus to win all three of those. Yeah, I think, I think Juventus as well. Um, just because they have what it takes to win it. They have the players. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, Sarri, is a, he's a good coach. And um, I just think, yeah, I mean, like he was saying, Ronaldo, he's not afraid to put that team on his back yeah. and carry it. I, 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 if, I mean, if Inter can stay in form, because, I mean, they, they made a lot of big signings, so they have what it takes as well. I think it's going to be a good one. Yeah. For me, it's definitely Juve's title to lose, but I just think the type of coach that Conte is and the revamp and the squad that they got in the January transfer window, I definitely can see them winning It, it makes them a bigger threat for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Especially with Juve because, you know, yeah, they've won, what, seven Scudettos in a row now? Yeah. Maybe even more. It's like it's almost like a formality to them. Yeah, yeah. So they're used to winning. So mm-hmm. it's obviously theirs to, to lose. But with how, man, I just, I just think Conte is, is such a good coach. Like one of the, arguably one of the best coaches in, in world football. Mm-hmm. And he's taken this Inter team who finished outside the top four, I believe, right? Last Inter? Inter? Did they? Um, yeah. Yep. I, I believe so, yeah. Last year. Yeah, because they're, they're yeah, cause they're, they did not get Champions League. Yeah. So, you Wait. know, they were. Where did they get knocked out? Oh, no, they did they make did, Champions they, yeah. League. They, they, got make, they were with uh, Dortmund and Barca. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's right. They uh, they narrowly got up, but now they're in the Europa League. Yep. Yeah, yeah. now they're in the yep. Europa League. Okay, yeah. That's that's gonna be a big factor for them too in the title races, you know. This. Yeah, because they're a good team. Yeah. So you expect them to go farther in the Europa. Yeah. You know, you got you got. But now they got midweek games. Like Man United, you know. Yeah, but now they got midweek games every week. You know, yeah. for Champions League, you, you play one week mm-hmm. in February and then you don't play against until March. Yeah. But for for them, they play two games in February and two games in March, so they play every week. Yeah, the Europa League is a lot more yeah, taxing. Yeah. At, at this point, um, in the season, for both. Um, domestic and then the champions league mm-hmm. it, it's crucial for players to stay in shape mm-hmm. because you're playing midweek and then weekend yeah a lot so it, it really does come down to injuries if a team can stay fit yeah injuries I mean, dictate trophies for sure yeah yeah so definitely a decent title race also there in syria yep. now we can move on to uh, la liga some a couple of interesting games there. Big loss from uh, for Valencia, losing to Getafe. Mm-hmm. Mean clean sheet there. That was a good game. Getafe are actually third in the in La Liga right now. Yeah, they are third. Yeah, Dark completely the unexpected. Race, huh? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I watched that game against Valencia, and I mean, Getafe outplayed Valencia, which I wasn't expecting, because mm-hmm. Valencia, I mean. They're Valencia. Like, you don't think they'll lose to a team like Hetafe, but Hetafe actually, they they look so solid. Like that, they're, they're actually like a big threat. Yeah, they do sit currently third. Valencia third, yep. moved down to seventh place after that game under Sociedad and Sevilla. So yeah, not the best games for them. Um, Atletico win one nil. Atletico, he win one nil there. So a nice quiet victory for Diego Simeone. You know, but this is did probably you guys, their... Did you guys know Diego Simeone is the most paid, like the highest paid manager in world yeah. football? I just is found that really? out. I actually just found yeah, that out by, by a lot. No, Klopp is like, Klopp is fourth. Tied with, uh, I want to say, Pep. Yeah, tied with Pep, I believe. Um, Diego Simeone is like 120 mil a year more than everyone else. That I, is crazy. Yeah. El Cholo. Yeah. <laughs> no, Atletico needed to win that game because yeah. they've been on a losing streak and Simeone look, was looking like every every game it, it really, it's really coming down to him mm-hmm. if he's stained or not yeah they're they're in terrible form yeah they're they need to pick it up mm-hmm. if, yeah. for Champions League but yep and I mean I'm not complaining uh, yeah I know <laughs> I don't mind they can keep this form until we play them and then yeah. they can improve you know no, I don't but I don't, I don't see them pulling on a victory against the probably I don't either I think Simeone he's a very he's a Mourinho type like tacti- tactically you know he's not like a 
he's not an a, he's not like mm-hmm. straight up dickhead that Mourinho is. Mm-hmm. But he's, he, he's a he passion played, type coach as well. Yeah, yeah, but he, he plays very very similar style, you mm-hmm. know, low block, counter attacking football, mm-hmm. not the nicest football. Yeah. Um, but you know he has a very similar thing to um, to Sarri Juventus. It's a it's a team that is so good, but they're really just under underperforming right now. They sit fourth. In La Liga, I mean, mm-hmm. this is probably the worst I've seen them in a title race in yeah. a while. They're always they're always fighting for three. second, first spot. They're always I, second or third, honestly. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if they didn't make Champions League this season, just because there's so will. many other teams though that are actually playing, like Real Sociedad, Sociedad Sevilla. Yeah, they're and playing Valencia so well. And Villarreal, they're all within three, four points of yeah. Athletic. Yeah. So the race for top four there is actually a, a, super a nice close. one. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, there is only. There's only uh, two points between uh, seventh and fifth, uh, seventh and fourth, so mm-hmm. that's crazy. Yeah. You know, one game can change the yeah. tie for any of those teams. But, but like all those teams are playing really well, so it's really just who comes out on top, like every game. Yeah. But I was actually I was thinking that um, Atletico Liverpool matchup was gonna be a good one mm-hmm. until now. Until now. Until I've been seeing Atletico just struggle to score. Yeah. And they made. Probably the biggest, one of the biggest signings in the summer with Joe Felix. Joe Felix, yeah. yeah. The, the, for me, that was the biggest transfer yeah. in the summer. I mean, one of the priciest. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I've heard from I've heard from multiple people that actually watch that Portuguese uh, that, that that Bruno league. Fernandez is a lot better than Yao Felix, and they didn't understand why Yao Felix was priced so high compared mm-hmm. to Bruno Fernandez. The age, man, they're like four years of difference. Yao Felix has just turned twenty. Well, he was wrecking um, in the. Europa League last season. Yeah, he was, yeah. So, as a Chelsea fan last season, I did not want to get paired with Benfica. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Yeah. But they ended up losing to Frankfurt, right? They, I think. Yeah, yeah. They, they played against that, Frankfurt. That, that was yeah. actually a really. That was, yeah, that was. Super close. Yeah. Yeah, out of the two game, out of the two teams there, I definitely expected uh, us to meet Benfica in the final. But, mm-hmm. you know, Frankfurt had a really good team, you know. Luka Jovic, Ante Rebic, you know, really made that team really, uh, really interesting to watch. Yeah, it was it was a shame when he left, but I uh, I did like watching his his play when he was there in the yeah. Champions League. Yeah, he was, he was a nice little guy. He just scored his first goal, correct? Who? Luka Jovic. Second. Yes, he did in a big four-one game. It. That's his second goal this season. But yeah, oh, I, I mean, okay. he got subbed on in the eighty-seventh minute, I believe, and then scored in injury time, which is great mm-hmm. for his confidence. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I just feel like because he's been getting play time in the Copa del Rey, mm-hmm. but. He just, I feel like he struggles to find where he needs to be. Yeah. Like, he's not, he's definitely not the player he was at Frankfurt yet. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I was super excited when, when we signed him, especially seeing what he did uh, for Frankfurt. Mm-hmm. But I just think it's a player that um, has to get his confidence up. Yeah. I think a goal like, to, I think a goal like that will definitely. Um, kind of implement a goal scoring form. I can definitely see that. There's a lot of strikers out there who will go in a goal scoring drought, and it just takes one goal. Yeah. And then they just you know start firing. And I mean, I don't know if it's the um, the language difference because I know he's learning Spanish now, so mm-hmm. that you could tell that that chemistry is not with the team yet. And it could be the language because they they can't really communicate. It could be. But um, he he's a player that I, I'm super excited once he starts popping off. Yeah, yeah, I saw I saw something where he was talking about his confidence level. Like you were saying that he looked at his form from last year. Yeah, he's and like, he looked what at happened? yeah, and he looked at his form this year, and he had one goal in some some odd games, and he was just he was mad at himself at that yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He but said when, he I was think, disappointed. I think when he does get into that form again, he'll be a force. Yeah, yeah. I saw this um, tweet that was uh, that said I guess looking at his old YouTube videos is mm-hmm. paid off because after he scored today. Uh, yeah. The thing yep. with that is, is you know, he comes he comes from Eintracht Frankfurt, and they played a a typical two striker system, and he played with off of Ante Rebic up top, and now he comes to Real Madrid, where they pretty much play a one striker system, and every time he gets brought on with Benzema at the same time, it, the chemistry is not there it's at all. They're there. making the same runs, mm-hmm. they're bumping into each other. Yeah, uh, Luka Jovic fades out of the game. He's not he's not working hard to. To at least get touches on the ball, and if he does, it's coming back all the way to midfield, like center field, to get a touch on the ball, and then you know he has to run back up, and it's really an ineffective way of playing. So. I I also think um, Karim Benzema being in such great form is so good. Is 
is going to be hard for him it to yeah. come on and, and do the same thing Benzema does because Benzema is not afraid to drop midfield and get the ball there and take right. it forward where Jovic is waiting for it in the middle of um in, in the middle of the goal and um Benzema just being in, in such great form is is hard to fill in those shoes mm-hmm. yeah you know, he's got to take it like this. Like, you know, he's still young. He's 21 years old. It's a new league, new country, you know, different language. It's yeah. hard to adapt. I think he can. I think he'd be one of those players that will. I definitely don't think they should role. give up on him and yeah. either sell him or loan him out this summer. I think because we know he could be lethal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we've seen it. But it's also it's Real Madrid, and mm-hmm. if you ain't performing now, they are, yeah, they are and brutal. They that you ain't gonna perform ever. <laughs> they are so, brutal there. Yeah, they'll. And the fans turn on you like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think Zidane is a coach that's uh, just, he's just incredibly savage when it comes yeah. to who he picks for his team. Mm-hmm. You know, one year, Hamas is tearing it up for, for Real Madrid. Comes in, doesn't even want him. Yep. And they have to loan him out to Bayern. You're Bayern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then eventually he changed his mind, which is actually kind of crazy that he did. But I, th- I think Zidane's the, um, a great coach for Jovic, though, because he's a coach that pretty much. Um, brings out the best in players again if, if they're not informed because since he's been coach again he's bringing out the best in Isco mm-hmm. like Isco's performing every game I've never seen him run so much like before he would just kind of stay in the middle and maybe it's with his new role because now um, Zidane plays a 4-4-2 mm-hmm. and sometimes Isco's up top which is, he's kind of like a floater he's all the over the place nine. Yeah. yeah, pretty much, and he's not. He if he loses the ball, he'll drop down to try to win it, and he'll help with the defense. So I, I and he wasn't doing that for the coaches we had last season. Right. So Zidane's definitely brought out the best in school. Yeah. For an for an attacking man. With that four one game that brings Real Madrid to fifty two points, mm-hmm. three points over uh, second place Barcelona with forty nine, and they had. Quite the thriller there against yeah. Real Betis. Yes. What did you think about that game, David? That game, obviously, I was hoping Betis would pull the upset. And I thought they had it for a second. But, I mean, it, it was a, a game full of mistakes towards the end. Yeah. With two red cards shown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was a thriller at the end. But, man, just very um, unfortunate mistakes to happen for Barcelona, especially in that first half. You know, handball. Clear handball, I think it was definitely, you can't argue that one. His arm was away from his body, and it was it cleared clear deflection um, from Fakir's shot. And, you know, Fakir at the PK spot, he's not going to miss. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Barcelona are actually looking a little um, shaky as well. This is definitely not one of their best seasons, just because, well, uh, starting with the whole... The coach director's uh, crisis that's going on there. Yeah, I feel like yeah. it has the team kind of um, off put a little bit. When you have gossip in the news like that, it definitely affects the, it it definitely affects the dressing room. Yeah, it's such a horrible, but it, it's just a hor- horrible like cloud mm-hmm. that they're surrounding in mm-hmm. for the club. And then know? firing Valverde and bringing in uh, Sistian. Yeah, is obviously when you bring in a new coach, you have to adjust to how he plays, and and I feel like right now it's. It's kind of a bad moment for them. But, I mean, you know, they got one of the greatest players of all time. So. Yeah. I mean, it's clear. It's a clear agenda that you can see based on the, the you know, the track record of coaches they go for. Mm-hmm. No name coaches come into to Barcelona, like, left and right. And they pretty much make these coaches just play around Messi. Like, they want, right. they care about a, a specific style and playing a specific way, a beautiful way of soccer that plays around Messi. That's yep. why they won't go for the Klops. Mm-hmm. The, the peps, you know, yep. the Marinos, they, they stay away from those because they know that those coaches have their own way of playing and yep. that's not what they want. But... And where, where no one player is bigger than the club exactly. at that point. Yeah. I'm surprised and... they didn't bring in a striker with having Luis Suarez um, out pretty much for I the agree. whole season. I yeah. agree. I, I know they tried to, but um, like they, they tried to go for Rodrigo from Valencia. And supposedly he went to, he flew to Barcelona for his medical and it was one of those last second they pulled out. Okay. So I'm surprised they they didn't try to get nobody. Or that they didn't get anybody. They didn't end up getting them. Yeah. So with this title race only being three points apart, mm-hmm. I ain't going to ask David because I know that man. Yeah. He is yeah. That <laughs> I know the answer that that's happened. Yeah. But, Danny, what do you think? Based off, based off how 
you know, Barcelona has their problems, mm-hmm. you know, no Suarez, yep. and then you have Real Madrid with Zidane really, truly honing them together. What do you think about who's going to win the La Liga this year? It is a tough question, but I can't see Barcelona doing it. I can't see them doing it. I think they are very, very, very focused on the Champions League this year. Like, very focused. After Messi losing, the after the way they lost the last couple of years. It's just heartbreak after heartbreak for their fans. Yeah. And I think they are really focused on the Champions League. So at the later stages in the, in the league, when they have to prioritize a midweek game or a weekend game, they're going to prioritize that midweek yeah. game. And I think Real Madrid will run away with the league. I yeah. think they'll win by at least five points. Yeah. I think before we, you know, before we move on to uh, to the last league of the, the episode, mm-hmm. you know, Premier League, definitely want to say this about Barca, you know. I think the fact that they go for these coaches that, you know, have very minimal, like, experience at the mm-hmm. top level of the game, it really hurts them in the Champions League mm-hmm. because, you know, they'll have a brilliant first game against these teams, you know, uh, PSG and Liverpool. They'll yeah. put three, four goals back in the first leg. Yeah. And second leg, you know, they, they're – Second leg, they're they're stuck with their their heel. They're stuck with their their heels yeah. on the ground against these teams that will trying to win. You know, yeah. trying to come back. You know, Liverpool, absolute brilliant game from them. But did they could they come back they, from that? They, Maybe if they had a better coach, they should but, have put one in. Yeah. There's no reason why we're on all out attack for 40 minutes at the end in the second half. Yeah, and they can't put a single goal in our net yeah. with Luis Suarez and Messi up top. Yeah, but it, that's not, like I said. It's all it's just all down to the coach. I think a coach with a bigger experience is going to win that game mm-hmm. for them, going to get them to the next round. Yeah. But Setien, he, he, at that level, he, he's going to – I think it's going to be just a, a, a similar story. You know? I agree. You know, just... I mean, they, I think it might maybe come down to we still have to play the classical. Mm. And I feel like – well, we're actually Madrid. We're playing um, in Madrid. Mm-hmm. So it's a home game, which is good for us. We were able to hold them off 0-0 at the Camp Nou. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Barcelona have to win that game, and if they don't win that game, then it's ours. Obviously, you're not going to say that, but I think you guys already have the title. Yeah, I think you guys have the title. It's a three point gap right now, which sounds like nothing, but I don't think Real Madrid will lose this lead for the rest of the season. I hope not. They they, have the, they definitely have the the healthier squad, bigger squad. You know, a lot of rotation. Better it's coach. Be a big factor in the in the this second half of the season. So we'll just see how that one goes. And we're sure. also getting Hazard back, <laughs> which he is back. That is I've, true. I've seen uh, Zidane's um, waiting to release the beast against City. Yeah, yeah. Because the funny thing is, is that you know um, he hasn't even been able to like leave yeah. a, a mark onto this onto the yeah. season at all because of he's been out. You know, rough start. You know, him putting on a couple of pounds. You know, but he's still <laughs> and then he's starts a thick performing. Boy who, will, who deliver? Mm. I like to call him that. The thick boy that will deliver. Speaking of deliver. <laughs> um, a few babies were delivered this week. Uh, pretty funny since we were talking about the Barcelona-Liverpool game. It was nine months and one day to the day that Liverpool came back and won 4-0 against Barcelona. And Jordan Henderson's wife gave birth to a, a nice baby boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> and on <laughs> the exact dog. same day, Mohamed Salah's <laughs> wife gave birth to a baby girl. That honestly, amazing. Nine months and one day to the day that we beat Barcelona. That was honestly one of my favorite games I have ever seen in my life. <sighs> I think I watched that replay about once a week just to relive it. Uh, I'll, I'll, that, I'll never forget that game. That was amazing. I hate winking off Liverpool, but that mm-hmm. was a brilliant game from them. You I was know, for sure a Liverpool fan that day. Completely stumped Barcelona. Completely stumped them. Yeah, so. After going up 3-0. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All they needed was one goal, and then one Liverpool goal. needed five goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Which would not have happened. Yeah. So, yeah, so now we can, you know, dive back into the Premier League, Premier our, League. our favorite league, yep. Danny. Yep. But it really was a tough weekend for us it just was. because yeah. of this ridiculous break that they are trying out. How do you guys um, feel about that? Honestly, I, I like the idea that they split it, but I wish they split it five and five. Why not put five games on one weekend and five games on the next instead of six and four? One of them got canceled or postponed, sorry. So we didn't even get the Manchester City game. Yeah. So we had three games on the weekend, and one was a relegation battle. Yeah. Like we didn't see any top teams yeah. play. Well, relegation battles are always they're, fun. To they're watch fun, but. Move ball left and yeah, right. They're fun, really but we didn't see watch. any top four battles. I mean, I guess you could say Sheffield, but. Eh. Um, we didn't see any top four battles, and we didn't see any City or, or Leicester. We didn't see a, a Liverpool. 
Didn't see a Chelsea. Yeah. Didn't see a Manchester United. It felt like a lot of mid, a lot of mid table games. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. You know, I'm I love fine the with it. Yeah. League, but I'm I'm I hate I hate I really do hate this you know new thing. I think the um, scheduling was not that good. Yeah, it wasn't. Why we the Premier League has done this for 20 plus years. You know, do this crazy, crazy winter you know festive mm-hmm. period of games, games, games where no there's no other leagues playing because they're all in winter break. So Premier League gets all of this all yeah. this attention during the winter. And it wasn't a problem before that they needed a break. Now they're implementing this break. I guess it's because all the coaches of all the Premier League teams are complaining about, you know, not having a break for these players. That's where a lot of injuries come in. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's if it's fine for 20 years, why why change something? So yeah. I think this weekend was kind of a bummer for us. Mm-hmm. But It was. It was. But, I mean, at least we still got some good entertaining games. Yeah. If they weren't the, the most high-profile games, but I did enjoy the soccer. Yeah. So, Everton uh, versus uh, Crystal Palace. Yes. Everton versus Crystal Palace. Big win for big man Carlo Ancelotti. Yeah. I'm a whatever big fan he's of him. doing, whatever he's doing is working. Ancelotti is Ancelotti. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, he leaves a mark wherever he I'm goes. I'm scared to play them. We're playing them late March, I want to say. Um, and I am scared to play them. Yeah. Yeah. Because that that's a team that, if nothing else, they want to be the first person to beat Liverpool. Right. You know? So they be They like, show up on big games. And they, they'll show up because we end up we end up <laughs> tying them more than we end up beating them, which is. Yeah. Well, Whatever. when it comes to Merseyside Derby, I mean, Everton probably won't see a victory. They probably in won't see a victory. Long time, but I mean, they might they might take points off of us. Yeah, I mean, but man, the revolution the revolution that uh, Carlo Ancelotti has brought to this team is they look like a different team. Inspiring. He has yeah, like an impact team. on teams though. Yeah. Well, we're I think Napoli did a had made a huge mistake by firing him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's such a great coach. I mean. Yes. Now they're putting Catuso. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't like Catuso. He really hasn't. Great shown players much don't always make great managers. Yeah, but yeah. So from from the start of his hiring, Carlo mm-hmm. Ancelotti brought this team from 17th place, and now they rest in seventh place. Yep. It's, it more it does kind of show more of the fact of how close the mid table the mid table the mid table yeah. is in points wise. But I mean, it's still a it was crazy feat. It was like a like a ten point gap. Yeah. In, or a ten point jump in in what like like six games or something like that. I'm yeah. a, I'm honestly surprised he took on that job, mm-hmm. with them being so. Yeah. So, he, uh, he literally jumped into a relegation battle. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. They go from mm-hmm. th- thinking, oh my god, we're gonna get relegated. So now like, holy shit, we could probably make Europa League if we wanted to. You know, yeah. this is it. it it's there. It's the same with like West Ham and the Leicesters. Like every summer, they make really good signings that you at least they, on paper they look good. You know, you know, bringing talented school, talented players, and they just end up biffing it. You know, not always underwhelming. But I think with now they have a coach with a with a plan. You know, with Carlo Ancelotti, such a great track track record with all the teams that he's coached before, and I think the um, the start of next season we will probably see a scary Everton side. Mm. Arguably as scary as Leicester because Leicester is pretty as, scary. As long as Richarlison doesn't leave, yeah. If Richarlison leaves, is he rumored to leave? He is Barcelona. Barcelona, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. If he leaves, I think they need to instantly buy someone because they won't be able to pick up goals from just Calvert Lewin. And Keane, no? Mike, Michael Keane. Moise Keane. Moise Keane. Moise Keane. He's young though. Yeah. Young. I think it helps that he's Italian and Ancelotti is Italian. Yeah. I think it. I think Ancelotti could bring down the best of him yeah. i was excited for him to go there well i think but i think the the premier league treats Ancelotti well because mm-hmm. last right time he was in england he was at chelsea mm-hmm. and what a team he made out of us you know he had a big big season got the double out of us FA yep. cup and premier league and debatable debatable firing in the second season where we got fired for you know a lack of a title fight but he's a phenomenal coach and he did well when he was here the first time now he's at everton Looking great now, yeah, with a like mean, a with a nice summer break of getting transfers in, I think he can be a really dangerous side, definitely for top four. Yeah, but for top four this season, there's an, another another beast in itself with Sheffield's uh, big win over huge. Burnmouth. Huge win over Burnmouth. Yep. Yeah. It was it was a great game. Honestly, there was there was a little bit of everything in that game. Rough challenges. Uh, there was some good goals actually, and then actually. Chris Wilder almost got into a fight. The manager of the Blades almost <laughs> fought. Um, who was it, too? It was someone that... Um, off the Burnmouth bench? Off the Burnmouth bench, yeah. Honestly, not surprised. Yeah, he, he someone someone pushed him. And uh, it was Mose. That was it. 
It was, was uh, no, 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 no. It was it was Sermon. Sorry, it was Sermon. Andrew okay. Sermon. Andrew Sermon ended up pushing uh, Chris Wilder, and Wilder didn't like that, so he gave him a little shove back <laughs> in classic Chris Wilder fashion. Yeah, I uh, think Sheffield United are definitely a dark horse in this mm -hmm. top four race, which is crazy to say. You know, they just got promoted to mm -hmm. the to the league this season, and they're already just two points behind fourth place Chelsea, and I think out of you know, Man U, Tottenham, Everton—they are probably the most threatening out of those teams, just based on the fact that they only have one competition to play for, yeah. and that's the Premier League. While Tottenham, Man U, and Chelsea—they're all still in Europe, so they mm -hmm. have a, a a congested fixed fixture list. Yeah, Wolves too. If you if you consider Wolves, even oh, that's right. Close. We forgot about Wolves. Yeah, Wolves yeah. are in that that uh, European fight as well. Yeah, so I mean, I'll, if they get top four, that will be a crazy story. For them, because it mean, would be the second, I believe, second team ever to get uh, promoted and then make it to the Champions League. That would be uh, crazy. No, no, no. That'd be the first team ever. It'd be the second team ever to get promoted and make it to European competition. But yeah, I think it would be the first team ever to get promoted in the in the Premier League and then make Champions League the next year. Yeah, that is that would a be something. Story for that team, mm -hmm. especially because you know, I don't recall them having a, a crazy good summer window. No, they didn't, and even going into the league. I was like, I don't, I don't know a single player yeah. on this team. Mm -hmm. I do now, you right. know, with McGoldrick, Mooset, mm -hmm. uh, Lundstrom, all these Lundstrom great... Lundstrom a good goal. Yeah, all these great performing players in this season mm -hmm. all that all played in the championship, you know. Yeah. They come from championship yeah, they, level they, they performing in the Premier League. They played in the championship. Like, uh, I think, how many caps did he have, or appearances did he have? It was Billy Sharp. He scored for the second time all season. Both of his goals can actually came against Bournemouth, so he scored in the reverse picture. <laughs> um... He has played like 150 games for this club. That's crazy. Yeah, that is, that is crazy. a lot of games. I, I heard that stat and I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> that he, this guy's been a day one. <laughs> yeah. He's a Blades day one. Yeah, so I think we can all agree, you know, that Liverpool are going to uh, run away with the title. They've already run away with it. It's a crazy big gap, but... Um, yep, and now with Man City not playing uh, for another two weeks that complicates things that complicates for them things a, lot. a little bit yeah. so it'll be it'll it'll look like an even larger gap than it actually is yeah yeah but um yeah i can i can calmly say now that i think we have won the title yeah yeah it's safe to say you know i can give you hate for it i think it know, is february liverpool, 9th but... uh i could say that we we have officially won the title yeah hats off hats off to liverpool for the it's for been the a couple dub, years really what it's been a couple years 30 to be exact yeah <laughs> they have well so the funny thing is is the premier league Mm -hmm. Um, started being called the Premier League in like '91. Yeah, and since it's been called the Premier League, they have they have never not won. won. So pretty much Liverpool have never won the league. Yep, that's what. So. That's why we never on our our wall of champions that we have, where it shows every trophy that we've won. It does not ever say the Premier League on there. Mm -hmm. It says league title. Yeah. yeah, and it says however many league titles we have. Like top, it's like yeah. it's, I think it says like some like like top division, yeah. top division winners. But something. we don't have any Premier League on there. Yeah. I actually uh, enjoy watching Liverpool play. I'm a big fan of a lot of their players. So it's always fun. I'm not surprised that they're winning it this year because they've been in great shape yeah. these past couple of years, making it to the Champions League final mm -hmm. twice in a row. Back-to-back, -back, winning if, one of them. If you look at the last, last five years, last four years pretty much since Klopp came, every single year we've improved on points at yeah. the end of each season. So it's, it's, it was it's bound to almost like a... It was the progression. It was yeah. like trust the, trust the process, like yeah. they said. And Klopp, Klopp is such a... He's one of my favorite managers. Yeah, he's he's great. But the the thing that I think he has done better than any other coach is, with every new season, the team gets better and mm. better. You I know, just I feel like is, the... this is his fifth season now as yep. as Liverpool manager, and he's made them better, and better. Ar they were they were arguably you know title winners last season, but mm. you know Man City were just yeah, just so incredible. they were just so perfect, incredible. That, you know. But went on went it. on a, a literal perfect run the last fifteen games. Yeah. yeah, can't beat that. So to do so to go from that season where you have such a great season and you don't win to the next season, not let that get to you and do even better. Yeah. Go to another higher benchmark and you know. I feel like the players the just the love playing for him. Yeah, like he, like the players. It's almost like a family. Him. Yeah, and they want to just continue to get better. They go to war for him. Yeah, they really do. I remember watching the uh, the the second fixture against Man U. In, of this second half of the season, and you see Sadio Mane and Bobby Firmino mm -hmm. running back to their own yeah. 18 and winning the ball back. And 
to just so the team can you know defend well. I think that speaks volume on itself that mm, yeah. he has these players fighting to the last whistle. It's just something that really kind of goes unnoticed for them. But yeah, I think I if they count, could, I can count on both hands how many times I've seen Mohamed Salah yeah. become a right back when Trent gets caught <laughs> out because you yeah. know Trent Trent's a great probably one of the best right backs in the world, but his defensive uh, side is is probably not as good as his offensive side. I think we could all agree. Yeah. Um, so he does get caught out of position occasionally. And Salah on the right knows that sometimes, and I've seen him. I've seen him track back multiple times where he, he looks like a, a right back. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, that's a curly topped trend out there. <laughs> nope, that's just Salah. Yeah, yeah he's a hard worker. Yeah. So with this top four now being with Liverpool in first, Man mm -hmm. City in second, Leicester in third, Chelsea in fourth. Yes. David, who do you think is going to finish any top four this season besides Liverpool and besides Liverpool in first? Um, I think because. Uh, Chelsea's Chelsea has it hard coming up, right? We have a hard fixture list. We play Man United next Monday, and then we play Tottenham after that, and Bayern next after that. So we definitely, out of all the out of all the teams um, fighting for top four, we definitely have the hardest fixture list. So I think it's safe to say that Man City and Leicester will finish mm -hmm. uh, in the top four as well. You think that third and fourth is up for grabs? I think third and fourth is up for grabs. I too. think it's just fourth. I think Leicester will 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 finish out. On the top four, but I mean, I would I would hope we... um, Chelsea are not oh, top four. I want them to, and um, I, I think it would be good for them to yeah. get the young kids in there because you guys have a very very young team. We need top four. Yeah, if we want to make signings this yeah. summer, we need that, that, top that's four. where I was going to go. Or else it'll just stay stay that that young team, and you'll get maybe an older guy that's a little bit past his prime or something like that. And I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't blame you. We don't, don't need blame. that. <laughs> we don't need another Samuel Eto'o. Yeah. He's signing when he's 33 years old. I realistically can't see Sheffield making top four. Yeah. I can't see Sheffield making top four as great as the season that they're having. The only team, the only teams I can truly see, you know, I mean, shout out to Sheffield, but I really don't think they're going to yeah, make top yeah, four. Yeah, I agree. Even I agree. though they're in the only, even though they're only in one competition, the Premier League. But, you know, the only team I am fearful of getting top four over us is Wolves and Man United, especially because Man United have had a really good January transfer window and we didn't have any transfer window. So yeah. that's a big factor. So we'll see how, you know, we'll see I, I how think that plays if out. you guys had top four, um, that Jaden Sancho signing, it looks very promising. Yeah. I Which wouldn't so. be great. But like, a, I mean, but with how good he's playing, we're not, it's not just us that want to sign him. It's right. Real Madrid, Barcelona, PSG. They all want his signature. And, yeah. You know, there's been a lot of reports out there in the past that Jan Sancho grew up being a Chelsea fan. Mm -hmm. um, he's best friends buddies, with Hudson Odoi. And, and buddies with Pulisic as well. And buddies with Pulisic. Yep. So right. let's hope that, I hope that those are factors that Jeez, can yeah. get a signature. And, you know, you're playing for Frank Lampard. You're, it's yeah. a coach that has shown that he believes in the youth and wants to play youth. Mm. I mean, he's a Chelsea legend. England legend. Yeah, exactly. And he comes in with that with that stature, but he comes in and finally is trusting our youth, our youth system that has shown in the past how good they are. You know, going back to back at the youth cups, winning the UEFA Youth Champions League three times in a row. Like this, you, this youth, this academy is something else. And now we're finally using it. You know, Mason Mount, Tammy, yeah, uh, Fikayo, all these players come from the from the academy, and they are. They just look so good. So they do. I, I got to give it to you. Your young players look very, very good. Yeah. So th with I, with the young team that we have, you know, I hope we can get top four, but we definitely needed signings, and we didn't get that. So if if Lampard can can maintain this top four spot with no January transfer window, mm -hmm. hats off to him. Give him an extension for five more years. I want to see him here for speaking, a long time. Speaking of Chelsea, you guys play Man United, correct? On next weekend. Next Monday. Yep. Oh, next Monday, yes, that's it. Should be so a good one. let's look. Let's look forward to the the weekend games coming up next weekend. Who do we got? We got we What's got Wolves, Leicester. Oof. Wolves and Leicester. That'll be that's a good, a good game. game. That's man. a good game. I love watching game. Wolves, man. That's They're Friday. So that's a Friday afternoon game too. Oof. Hmm. All right. Who do you got? What's your prediction for that game? Um. Hmm. Jamie Vardy's back, correct? Yes, he is. If I'm not. Wrong. Yep, mm -hmm. he played the last game. I just don't think he played too much. Yeah, he, he came off the bench. Yeah, um, I would say I would say Wolves because they're just a nice team. But I think I think Leicester's gonna pull it out. I think Jamie Vardy will get one. I think Jamie Vardy will get an assist as well. I think they'll win two one. 
but I can't see Raul Jimenez staying off the uh, staying off the clean the score sheet. I think he'll get one. I think Vardy will get one. I think Vardy will get an assist. I think it'll be a close game though. See, I th- I'm gonna I'm gonna give my prediction based on the fact that Leicester are not in the best of form right now. They're not. And flip side of that, Wolves are playing out of their mind, and they, they have probably one of the most informed players mm-hmm. in Europe right now in Adama Traore. Mm-hmm. He is unplayable. Yes. Jurgen Klopp said himself after their so after their game that he is he he's unplayable right now. Yes. That you know he's playing out of his mind. So it's just a fact that you can't really you can't really like fix too, except just man marking it, but. He's strong as hell, and he will dust anyone on that field. Showa yeah. will have a, a, a day with him. Yeah. It'll so, be hard for him. So I think if Adama Traore brings his A game to Leicester, the, win, the win's in the bag, especially because Leicester, they're, they're defending horribly. Oh my God. That Chelsea-Leicester game a couple weeks ago, both yeah. teams were defending absolutely horribly. So if that they bring the same kind of game, I think Wolves will definitely pull out the victory there. David, what are you thinking? I've watched a couple of uh, Wolves game, and I feel like them, like Everton, um, show up for these mm-hmm. big games when they, they need to. They do. And I mean, Raul Jimenez has been playing so well this season. Yeah. And like you said, Traore, that guy's a monster. He's already being linked with Barcelona again. Back to Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Back yeah. to Barcelona. You see the picture of him at Barcelona? The, when he looks like a twig? Looks yeah. nothing like how he looks. Like. Yeah. But the crazy thing is, um, I watched a YouTube video of like, um, you know, like where they do like, it was him and Johnny Evans, and then talking about like how well they know the team. And he mentions that he doesn't lift weights, like he doesn't lift weights like to actually like bodybuild. Like he just does like calisthenics and stuff. And he that's mm. that's how he got so big. So he uses from, like his body almost for yeah. So it's like it's like it's like he's a, he's a natural, yeah. a natural just lean person. That's crazy. Oh. Yeah, but he definitely grew in a lot. I want his routine for sure. For, yeah, yeah, for real. But yeah, he he's crazy, man. I think it should be a good game, though. It will. Let's see. Yes. Is there any other key matchups? We got Chelsea Man U on Monday, but let's see for the weekend. Yeah. Other um, than that, we have Acevedo Tottenham. I think that'll be a, a good one, too. Yeah, Jack Grealish. Jack Grealish. I love that guy. I love watching him play. I yeah. love watching him play. I think he's an even hazard of Acevedo, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, you know when you look at facing Chelsea, you think, oh, man, you it's hard to even guess what's going to happen because it's whether or not Hazard's going to show up. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Acevedo. You know, Jack Grealish, you know, if he shows up, you, mm-hmm. you, you can't play against him. And as bad as it sounds, I almost want Villa to get uh, relegated just so that I could see Jack Grealish go to, to leave somewhere else Jack to a Grealish team that can like, actually sustain him. Like yeah, Newcastle or Southampton yeah. or something. Imagine Jack Grealish and uh, and Danny Ings. Oof. That'd be a nice combo. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. I think uh, I think Tottenham will probably end up taking it at the end of the day. I think so too. Especially with the new signing Bergwijn. He'll probably have that game to just extend his good run of form after that big crazy goal against man city yeah so we'll see how that is mm-hmm. norwich liverpool i think are you are we all in, in yeah i think maybe big big man timo puki come out with the a, a hat trick against the league leaders as much as i want he actually scored against us last time he did. Uh, in the first game of the season he scored um he scored two i thought he just scored one i thought we won four one to norwich either way i just remember his yeah. absolute you belter of a volley yeah, you think scored. a club might rest some people because they got Champions League next week. We do have Champions League during the week, right? Um, I could see Rigi starting against. I could I could see Rigi yeah. starting. I could see Mane sitting the bench for sure, just to be just right. to be safe, playing like maybe forty minutes. Give Shakiri some playing time Shikiri, as well. Shakiri, yep. Give Give Keita some playing time. He doesn't yeah. play much as well. Um, yeah. And Minamino, give him some time. Oh yeah. I, I like seeing him play. He he just looks he he looks like he's on a uh, in a different country, which he is. Um, he. <laughs> He, he just looks a little bit out of it, but I'm sure he'll get into the rhythm soon. Yeah. This we weekend. we still haven't gotten the input from uh, the big Chelsea fan on what do you think is going to happen in the Monday game? Chelsea Man U. Chelsea Man U? Oh, man. <sighs> Let's see here. I mean, I'm hopeful that we win, obviously. Yeah. Um, But that's a tough one, man. Bruno Fernandez looked dangerous in huh? his first game. And he was... Sh- he was shooting his like he was anytime he got the ball outside the box he was shooting. What do you think Conte's gonna stick him? Maybe, but I, I'm just more scared of Bruno Fernandez against Keppa. Mm. Oh, oh my, my goodness, God. limp wrist Keppa. Yep. Dude, that man has the worst save per shot ratio in the league. Like he's literally a 20th out of all the 20 starting goalkeepers. Mm-hmm. And you go point against Bruno Fernandez who will shoot anywhere, yeah, anywhere, anywhere. And I, based on that, I think Lampard has to play Willie again. Mm. You know. He already showed some big balls, uh, benching, uh, benching Keppa against mm. Leicester. Yeah. yeah, and Willie made a pretty bad mistake too. But I mean, 
it's 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 a change that was needed, and I, I'm I'm comfortable leaving Kepa on the bench for the rest of the season. Even though I know what happened, he'll come back in. But yeah, we definitely need a new a keeper for the summer yeah. because he will be the main factor that will make or break this game against Man U. So I can see that. I'm gonna guess and say it's gonna be a goal scoring game, three two Chelsea. Fair. I'll. I'll agree with you. I think Chelsea's going to win. I don't know what the score's going to be, but I think Chelsea will win. I feel like it might be a tie. A tie? 2-2. Two, two. I'm tired of ties. We've tied every team, man. <laughs> Liverpool in the Super Cup. Yep. We've tied both games against Leicester 2-2. Two two. Mm-hmm. It's it's a frustrating ties. This is a pretty good episode. Thank uh, you guys for listening. You. Yeah, thank you guys for tuning in, uh, however you're listening. Yeah, and, and catch us next time when we release episode number two. Absolutely.